Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Running Partners with me, Paul. And me, Alison. So today we are going to cover the half marathon as our main topic of discussion and we're going to get stuck into that in a few minutes. Um, But first of all, we wanted to just say a big thank you to everyone for giving us feedback, continuing to listen to the show. Uh, Some of you have done a rating on iTunes, which is fantastic, so really appreciate that. And we've had a bit of listener interaction, so we've had a couple of emails from Sean. Uh, Thanks, Sean. Hope you're enjoying the show and you continue to listen. Also, nice feedback from Caitlin and Sam, who I think have binged the first few uh, episodes and have enjoyed it and and uh, hopefully will continue to listen. So so that's really nice. And also, as we said before, I think the easiest way to for us to try and grow the show is for if people enjoy it, please do share it with your your friends and your networks in the running community. Uh, we would really appreciate it. And if you've got any direct feedback for us, you can find us at runningpartners at outlook.com. So... We're going to pick up a couple of races, I think, as well, aren't we, to begin with, Alison? So you've got some race results. Yeah, last weekend was the Brewers 10K in Burton-on-Trent um, in the Midlands. So my nephew did that race. He's just turned 18 last month. So um, that was brilliant. He's just got into running and it's going really well. So um, he's called Oliver. So well done, Oliver. Well done. And also Carla did that race. Um, that was great. So, and the other thing was I did cross country last mm. week. So How I was, was going to give you a little review of that, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Tell us all about it. Cool. So um, second cross country at Longley Park in Sheffield in the South Yorkshire cross country, whatever. Series, race series, series, race yeah. series yeah. Uh, as you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of hills and there's a big hill in Longley Park. And last year when I did this or the year before, it was... I think the course was two times up the hill, but this time it was three times up the hill. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it on the start line, and the the hill was looking quite intimidating. It was slightly worrying, but um, once I set off, the hill wasn't as bad as I thought, and got round it. We had we had a few laps round there, and it was quite boggy. Had to get the spikes on this time, and I had to put the the twelve millimeter spikes Ooh, on. Yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, money spent about five years ago is finally paying off. Yeah, yeah first first time stuff. for the t- the twelve millimeter spikes ever been out of the box. So yeah, that was exciting, but they were needed because there was quite a few people slipping and sliding around. The grass well, was not quite you. long. You were no, upright. Not with, not with me, with my spikes. 12 millimetre. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was good. And I, I kind of, I felt like I was um, struggling a bit. It wasn't easy, and I don't find it easy anyway. But when I looked at the results afterwards, I was kind of quite surprised to see that I was sort of in the middle again, middle of the pack. So I think I was 59th out of 120. If anything, I'd improved my position from last time. So, yeah, it was good fun. We had a good turnout from our team. I think we're in second position overall in the South Yorkshire League. Pressure's on then. You've got to keep that up. Yeah, I've got to keep it up. Yeah, so great stuff. And how did you feel afterwards? Happy, pleased it had end- oh, you done it. Um, yeah, pleased it had finished. Yeah, definitely. I read this thing on Instagram and it said like running races were like the opposite of taking drugs. And I'm no expert in that, but it was kind of yeah. saying that you feel terrible while you're doing it and great afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. But then I, then I ran four miles home, which. Oh 
mostly involved running uphill, so that that wasn't past the Sheffield Wednesday much, ground. Yeah, yeah. Joyous scenes. Yeah, they won a match. <laughs> Sorry, we're not we're not straying to football. Fantastic. And how many more? Is that the last one in the series? Uh, no, there's four in total. So the, I think there's one one in a couple of weeks, and then there's one in December. Fantastic. So great stuff. So cross country uh, that was last Sunday. So. How's the rest of your running been going through this week since then? Yeah, it's been a quite a busy week for us, hasn't it, with the kids and everything. Yeah. There's, it was uh, Halloween on Tuesday. You've yeah. been at the dentist three times, yeah. have yeah, you? A, a, a bit of a juxtaposition. Well, dentist yeah. the same day as Halloween. Yeah, well, yeah. at least it was prior. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so no, no rotten teeth? No, no, there might be now. There wasn't then. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's been that. I've, I've I had two meetings with school. So you dedicated, you came out to Halloween, dressed in your running clothes, <laughs> went round houses for sort of half an hour and then jogged off to go and get your lift for track. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, so we're running in general this week. It's been it's been a bit of a week of two halves, really. So after cross-country on Sunday, I was a bit tired because I'd, obviously I'd done the cross-country, then I'd run home, so it's a bit of a long run, really. And I usually run on a Monday, but it was raining and it was just, yeah, I just didn't didn't want didn't to do feel it. it. You no, it. and I should have done really because it was just a cop out. Taking our advice from last week, I decided to do some strength stuff on Monday, so I did some squats and some lunges and some glute bridges and calf raises and all that and then I went off to track after the Halloween fun I probably shouldn't have done that strength the day before because I, I could really Felt, feel, feel it, it as soon yeah. as I started yeah. at track and then I just found track really tough so I was a bit sort of what were the intervals know, that you they did were, at track so we did um three times 500 times three so 1500 meters times three 4,500 yeah, metres in yeah, total. Yeah. So that's just a bit less than three miles, yeah. I guess, in total. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why it's three times three is because there's different lengths of rest between each rep, each 500. So you do 500 and then have... Uh, 45 seconds. Another 500, 45 seconds, another 500 and then... 75 seconds. Okay. And then... Yeah. Two more lots of that. Yeah. Hopefully so, that makes sense to anyone listening. I just felt like I was really hanging on to the back of the group. The group were really powering on and I was I was struggling to hang, hang on in there. I think I did it, something like 6.44 pace. Solid. We, and then I went for my easy run on Wednesday. And again, I was sometimes I have a rest day after track because it's hard work and my legs are aching. But I didn't because I'd missed Monday. I went out on Wednesday and then that felt really hard work I was running really slowly I just couldn't sort of move very quickly so I thought oh my fitness is just going in the wrong direction here but then I went out on Thursday for a run and I just felt really fresh just brilliant out of the blue yeah and and um, I think it's the first time in about six weeks that my watch has said productive on it so you know, not that I yeah uh, live by the watch. Not really, no. and I don't really believe it most of the time. But, but it's nice when it yeah. tells you something positive. Yeah, and then I've done my long run this morning, so I've done amounted to about thirteen point seven miles with an hour in the middle at seven forty eight pace. So excellent! I was pleased with that, and that's so. all on Strava. If anyone wants to have a look, mm. 
Yeah. So what? Good. What about you? So what have you been doing? Yeah. Um, your dental. Yeah. So and yeah, stuff. it's been a bit of a weird week. Children out of school could only get dental appointments in the school day, so they were pleased about that. But all good. So I managed to fit an easy run in Monday, and then Tuesday afternoon between dentists and Halloween, I managed to do a, an interval session. So I'm building up to a half marathon, as you know, in two weeks' time. So this session was tailored for that. Um, I, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but I do get some coaching. So I pay for some coaching and some coaching plans from uh, uh, my coaches, a guy called uh, John Starrer or Stazza, Stazza, as, as he likes to be known. So you can find him. He's got Stazza's Stable is his website. So he he's someone I've had some coaching for for a while and I've found it been really useful. I've been focusing on kind of half marathon and marathon. And so a lot of the sessions I've talked about in some of the other episodes and I'll talk about each week are ones that um, John set me and specifically tailored around some of those longer distances. So this week was an interval session of um, a warm-up of 20 minutes, kind of easy running, and then into... 10 intervals of three minutes so most of the training uh, that that John gives me is time based rather than distance but kind of three three minute intervals and trying to do those at somewhere between five and 10k pace or or basically as quick as you can and so the it was 10 times three with a two minute recovery between each and then a cool down jog at the end um, and I just like I tried to not get too stressed about the pace and really just push myself as hard as I could this week and what I found was I probably ran a bit quicker than I, I thought I could do. And I kind of, I just I just gave it my all and completely put it in. I just thought, well, you know, made the most of it really. I was feeling pretty good, felt fresh. The weather was nice, not not windy, not too wet, considering what it's been like the last few weeks. So I, I just kind of went for it and, um, and surprised myself and I felt great at the end of it. So that was quite nice. And then I've done a couple of other easy runs this week and I'm going to do a long run with around about an hour's worth, uh, sorry, around about 90 minutes worth of, of kind of quite hard effort tomorrow, something around marathon pace or a little bit slower for me so maybe 645 six anywhere between 635 645 a mile for about 90 minutes um within that and then that's real good build up to the half marathon that I'm going to do in two weeks time and also good solid training for for marathon as well so yeah so so managed to fit that in Halloween was interesting I was reflecting on you put a you buy a load of sweets you put them in a bowl outside your house you all go out your children then get the same sweets back in a series of buckets and bring them back and proceed to eat them. So um, so it's quite an entertaining evening of sweet exchange, but to get basically a sort of mixed variety of more or less the same as you've given to everyone else. Mm. But, you know, it's a, a, a tradition of sorts. And it's, it's, it's become po- like our children's like one of their favourite yeah. nights of the year, weirdly, hasn't it? Mm. I remember mm. last year when it rained. I was worried it was going to rain, but it was dry, thankfully. They all came back and the sweets were all wet. Stuck together. Yeah, they all stuck together and, and eventually we sort of threw them away as a big congealed mass of sort of oh. jelly and, and chewy sweets. So and I've been kind of helping myself every now and again. Uh, I don't think they're listeners of this podcast yet, so they, so they won't find out. So don't tell them if you uh, if you see them. So yeah, so that's my running going well. Hopefully I'll have a good run tomorrow morning. I think I want to do the long run uh, and I'll feel like I'll be in good shape for the half marathon in two weeks time. Great, sounds like you've had a good week Um, and that leads us quite nicely on to our topic that we're going to talk about today and that's half marathon. So um, there's quite a few different aspects to it, isn't there? But I guess 
the first thing is kind of when do you start training mm. for a half marathon? We've talked a bit about marathon training plans and things, but do you do you need as long? What 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 do you think? Yeah, so I think the first thing probably to say is like the half marathon is quite a I think it's like a distance to be respected but not feared. So it's a fair distance. But I think depending on your sort of regular running base and where you are, I think probably you can train for a half marathon in probably 10 to 12 weeks, I would say. So if you're a regular runner, maybe you go running two, three times a week um, as a minimum. You've got like a decent level of fitness and you target a half marathon race. I think if you then are thinking about a specific time that you want to achieve or, you know, something like that, I think within probably three three months you could find a plan that would turn your regular runs into a bit of a structured training plan that would build up to that race. That's my my experience. And I think the other thing with half marathons is you can do a lot more of them, you know, partly because there are a lot more of them. So if you look through the sort of racing season, typically, uh, you know, from September through to December and then perhaps from February, March through to July, there'll be half marathons happening all over the place every weekend. And it means you can find ones near you and they generally can go to them on the day. You don't have to worry about staying over the night before and go and do the race. Usually find somewhere to park nearby, do your race for a couple of hours and come home. And why, why am I mentioning that? Well, I think it's because that gives you more opportunity to practice the race. You know, marathons and longer distances, you do them so infrequently that it's really hard to know when things go well, well, why was that? And when things go wrong, why was that? Where I've found with half marathons, you could maybe do a few a year and you'd be able to like learn. You can recover as well, can't you? And, yeah. And be able to, to do another one in a, sort of a couple of months' time, I guess, which is different from marathons where you probably need a bit more time to recover, don't you? Yeah. So, so say, so do, what do you think about like three months training? What's, do you think that's enough? I guess so. It depends if it's your first marathon, half marathon, or whether it's you've been doing them I think that if you're someone that runs a lot like I've done 13 miles this morning it's kind of for me I I wouldn't do my best time but I'm not really training for a half marathon but I could complete one I guess in so it depends what your your targets are really if you if you want to do a quick time you want to do a PB then you need to do something a bit more specific but you could still do that in that that time scale that you're asking about like 10 or 12 weeks can't you yeah, I think so. And what, so you're in that now, or you're someone who's now thinking about a half marathon, looking ahead a few months' time. What are the key sort of sessions you would do as part of that training plan that will just help you achieve whatever your goal was, whether it's a time, whether it's just you want to do your best you can or whatever? What things would you do that would get you in that kind of optimum shape to feel like you have a good, your chance of having a good race? You need to do some different types of runs don't you and we have actually been asked to talk a bit about the different types of runs by listeners so there's lots of different terminology isn't there around sort of speed work stuff so that essentially you need to do long runs but you also need to do speed work so that you kind of if if that is your goal to go for a pb so there's like intervals there's tempo runs there's runs that people call steady runs which I've found in the past that what one person calls a steady run is something different from another person and then obviously long runs and maybe a long run with 
speed working it there's all sorts of different things you can do so it might just be helpful to sort of talk through what what we think these different types of runs are so obviously intervals they're the sort of things that I do at track but there's also longer intervals isn't there like mile intervals Mm. or 1k intervals and stuff that you do which Mm. is time-based that Staz is obviously given to you so what what are your what are your views about intervals? What's your definition? Well, so I, my view, I guess, is the intervals probably want to be specific to the distance you're doing. So if you're doing a half marathon's a fair distance, so we know 13.1 miles. So you want to be doing intervals that are going to help you run at a good pace for long, for longer. So what you're not trying to do is become like, you know, Usain Bolt on the track. I thought you were so going to you... say Linford Christie. <laughs> well, I was going to say Linford Christie, but you know, and you know, you the younger yeah. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Usain Bolt's now passed, oh, isn't yeah. he? So I don't know. Who's uh, 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 Noah Lyles? Noah okay. Lyles. People might know who he is. So, <laughs> so, but, so there is, I think, limited value in really focusing on like 400 meter sprints and things like that mm. as as an interval session that's not to say things like strides aren't useful and fartleks are some really high intensity running as part of a longer run and maybe we'll come back to that in a minute but i think doing intervals really short imp intervals they're not going to kind of give you that specific training that perhaps longer intervals of anything perhaps from sort of 800 metres perhaps through to a mile are going to give. And with the right right recovery, now typically for the intervals I do, they're usually at that distance, anything probably from maybe a bit less than that, maybe 600 metres to kind of a mile or just over a mile. And generally, shorter you would do more intervals, longer you would do fewer. So you might do, if you were doing intervals up to a mile, you might do five or something like that. And and to have ample recovery, I think recovery is key. Um, so it's interesting, track intervals, quite a short recovery that you described earlier. I guess recovery is important. I think it serves two functions. One, it's about enabling you to repeat the intervals at the pace you want to. But also it's about trying to not have over recover so that your body's not experiencing the sort of adaptations that are caused by the uh, intensity of running and then having to repeat that run over and over with the short break in between so most of mine will perhaps be about two minutes I know at track they're a bit shorter than that but sometimes some of the distances are probably a bit shorter so maybe the intervals related to the distance. So you've done 800 meter that sort of distance intervals this week so what sort of paces would you be doing that at so not sort of specifically the numbers but you can say the numbers but what would that equate to in terms of would it be 5k pace would it be quicker than 5k yeah so for me i i aimed for around about 5k pace and the reality is i probably did them a bit quicker this week that said i haven't done a 5k in a while so i'm not exactly sure where i'm at 5k wise but so i did them the actual pace i did the 10 lots of three minutes was around uh 545 a mile pace so that um, that was really fast for me so that's that, that's new ground I'm breaking there so that's not something I've done a lot of and and they were with a two minute recovery and there was some you know it wasn't all kind of dead even and there was a couple of intervals that were a bit tougher in the middle that I was a little bit slower on and then a couple that were sort of more downhill near the end that I generated a bit of pace on so but it probably averaged out about that so I I was aiming for around about 5k pace probably in my head is nearer to six minute mile pace and I went a bit quicker than that 
the and then the reality of how does that relate to what I want to do for a half marathon so it's probably around 20 to 30 seconds quicker than the pace I will be running maybe even a bit more maybe 30 to 40 seconds perhaps I'll be doing something like 620 pace something like that you know not quite sure I've not done a half marathon for for six months so I'm just trying to demonstrate the distance between the interval pace and the target race pace and the logic is and you know I guess it's kind of common sense when you think about it if you can do the intervals at a pace that gives you discomfort and is hard that when when it comes to sustaining a race pace without the breathers and for a longer distance it should start to feel easier and normal because the the pace you're running at is far more comfortable than the pace you've been trying to sprint at like you've been chased by a (laughs) sort of pack of wolves for the (laughs) intervals what do you think yeah i'd say that the intervals that i do at track are quite quite a lot quicker than probably like 40 50 seconds quicker than my what i would say my best half marathon pace is but then if i'm doing like miles mile intervals or something like that obviously that gap narrows a bit more but i guess the other thing in terms of speed work is something that i've done in the past for half marathons and i find kind of works for me quite well is tempo runs um and again i think different people yeah what would you describe what would you say that ways but um for me it's like about 10 i would say 10k pace for me so somewhere between your 5k and your half marathon yeah in the the middle of those two yeah probably so a bit slower than i would do the the shorter intervals in but it's actually sustaining that for a longer period of time so I probably build up to this, but I have done like one mile warm up, four miles at tempo pace and one mile cool down. So those four miles, you will just try and keep that 10K pace consistently. And then you might try and build those miles up over the course of the training plan so that you're kind of feeling like you said like you're getting comfortable well it's not that comfortable but you know you're like feeling more comfortable at a pace that's a bit hard a bit faster than your half marathon pace so then when you come to the day it feels okay when Mm. you set off so that's like tempo for me but do do you really do tempo runs well I only only as part of a, a longer run. Mm. So, and that's something that's probably been a big change for me in terms of receiving some coaching is that I don't really do any longer slow runs, which perhaps I did a couple of years ago. So all the long runs I do pretty much are all structural. So they'll have a, anything from a 10 to 30 minute easy run warm up and then usually anything up to an hour or sometimes a bit longer when you get into the marathon training of a probably a pace that you describe as tempo or sometimes a bit quicker and then and then another 20 30 minutes at the end so you'll do a two hour long run and it will be a long run so you'll be covering 15 16 17 miles depending on the paces but an hour of it will be kind of really hard work in the middle of it and so probably a bit how you describe but always as part of a much longer run and in my structural training that's it that tends to be an interval session long, longish intervals like I've described and a long run that has a has a, a, a chunk of it that's a real effort and then all the other runs are easy so I don't do another sort of workout during the week I know some training plans do both for half marathon and and upwards they'd have mm. three different sessions wouldn't they sort of an intervals maybe a tempo run and a, a long run but maybe yeah. the long run would be a bit different to how I've just described yeah maybe I think 
makes me think about this 80-20 rule, really. What do you about, mean by um, that? You should have 80% of your runs, easy runs, then 20% are like the speed work type stuff. So the intervals and the tempo stuff. But I think that for elite athletes that are running 100 miles, it's probably a bit easier to work that out, isn't it? But like for someone like me that's only running, say I'm running about 30 miles a week at the moment, I think it's quite difficult to like keep it down to that. If you're doing two sessions, two out sessions, of three or four yeah, runs, so two hard workouts. But it's a way to, you know, get around that is you don't count the easy bits in your you know the sort of recovery yeah. bits you just top actually... the mileage up and work out how many were at your yeah. race pace or quicker yeah i guess that's how you work it out i guess it's something to be aware of and also something that i didn't do in the past was and i've done more of and i think it's helpful is actually running easy on easy days yeah. because i've i've just kind of got obsessed with strava and thought watching the pace yeah on and thinking oh i feel fresh today and like really sprinting off and then the next day you're tired so when you're doing the easy runs you are actually doing doing them easy the other one that i've come across is steady runs which i don't think i've i've got a consistent sort of definition of that what I've done as steady runs as part of a training plan that I had and it was for a marathon not for a half marathon but it was 30 seconds slower than my target marathon pace quicker than easy but slower than marathon mm. pace and so it's some effort that's going to yeah, hopefully bring some ph- physiological benefit yeah, but, I don't, but without I don't exhausting you know whether that's a good idea when you're trying to fit in these other yeah. speed work sessions so so that's kind of all well, it's obviously hills, but I think everyone knows what hills are. And I think they have helped me in the past with various distances just for strength. And some of the, the half marathons around where we are have got hills, mm. especially Sheffield half. So hills can be helpful. But Yeah, know. I wonder if we'll pick hills up in a bit more detail yeah, on yeah. another episode, perhaps in the context of ma- marathon again. Because I think there are different ways to do hills. There's long hills, there's short hills, there's sprinting up hills for 10, 15 seconds versus kind of... Uh, dragging yourself up a hill yeah. for two minutes or, and, or even longer uh, yeah. yeah so so I think in terms of training I guess what we we're saying then is you probably want to be doing uh, an interval session of some sort once a week and a long run once a week and how far up would you go for a long run to prepare for a half marathon I mean you're running perhaps further than most people would be now if they were just training for a mm. half marathon what would you go for how far would you like to have run well I think when I first started training for half marathons and maybe I'd not done the distance before I think psychologically I wanted to do the distance just to make sure that I'd done it and I think that when you if you've more experience you don't really need to do that if you don't want to um i don't think it's essential is it no i, I mean i i reckon if you're doing anything up to 10 miles you're probably in good shape to do a half marathon you know if you've done two or three runs of up to 10 miles within you know the last sort of six seven weeks of doing the race you're well set you know to do that and and obviously if you're doing the speed work as well as that that's going to give you that sort of hopefully that endurance to run at the pace you want to for the time that that you want to so so yeah you can probably train for a half marathon off maybe three runs a week if if you wanted to so which might be a a longer run building up to that 10 miles with some degree of intensity in it a a session of intervals at some way which might be a track session if you go to a a track or a part of a club or it might be you're doing your intervals on your own and then some other sort of easy run that's actually just about recovery and all it is is trying to make sure you just feel uh, fresh you keep the kind of muscles working but but it's not about any effort it's about preserving that effort for the other two runs and in terms of like training plans kick 
can Google half marathon training plans or you can pay for them. There's plenty of online coaches and that who offer up these plans. I think you, yeah. you got one from Ben Parks, I think. Yeah, yeah. People I might have one. heard of. Yeah, you can do that or there's there's apps and things like yeah. that. But obviously they come at a cost. And, and uh, also you, you usually have to tailor them, don't they? So they yeah. won't quite be, they'll be prescriptive, but that might not fit in because you might be three runs one week and five the next yeah. rather yeah. than four every week. If you want to look at your paces, you, maybe you're not sure like what your 10k pace is. There's some race calculators, aren't there, on like Runners World, and there's there's a few different ones that you can use to then work out what all these different paces are for those training plans. If you want to just devise it yourself. And then just the final thing I wanted to just explore a little bit in terms of training for a half marathon is what do you think about tapering? You know, so people I don't know if, if people aren't familiar with tapering, it's this idea of in advance of the race try and drop your mileage a little bit so that you might have done a good 10 weeks of training then the last couple of weeks you gradually reduce down and so that it comes to race day you're ready what's what would you do for a taper for a half marathon i think probably two weeks is enough isn't it so you'd probably do a long run the week two, two weeks, weeks before that'd be kind of your 10 mile run something yeah like that. something like that and then maybe the the weekend before you do your race you won't do a long run but I would keep doing a few different runs in between and for races on a Sunday my last run is usually on a Thursday and that would be like an easy run I know some people do like a two miler on the Saturday before the Sunday of the race I have done that before but I just prefer to just stop on the Thursday and then have a few days rest and then then do the race yeah similar so yeah i think two weeks tape is plenty usually the training's not so high volume and high intensity that your body can't recover quickly so so yeah drop down the volume of running a bit so it might be a seven or eight mile run the weekend before but you uh, you want to keep the intervals going you might reduce the number of intervals or the the length of them but i think that speed work's important so you keep that speed in your legs and then that combined with the endurance you've been doing over the past couple of months for the long runs or should mean that when it comes to race day you're in decent shape we've talked a lot about training let's talk about the race itself so whole different range of half marathons you can pick from so you know whether you like hills you don't some half marathons are run a mixture of trail and roads so they might be on paths and things there's a whole range so i think that's down to usually a combination of when the race is how near is it to where you live how easy is it going to be to get to and all those sorts of things so i think we'll not get into the specifics of races because there's an, any number you can choose from more about the tactics of running the race how would you you know do you do you set off like a sort of greyhound out the traps fast as you can and hope for the best or do you like oh i have done and it's gone <laughs> totally wrong yeah okay so uh... what you've run quite a few halves what's your kind of experience Alison and what have you learned in terms of race tactics I guess I think well some of it as you say depends on the course because there's there's a few hilly courses around here and you've got to sometimes you have got to set off quick otherwise you know you can't just jog the first two miles and get to the hill and then I suppose it's different for a marathon because you have got a bit of time to take time back whereas for a half marathon you have got to be thinking about the time all, all the way round if that's your goal of course um, if it's not then that's not relevant yeah. but I've set off up a hill off from a start line once and I just I was I died at probably about nine miles in and just just went totally wrong so yeah I've got to it's a fine balance but I think you have got to set off at the pace your half marathon pace 
and just trying to maintain it. If you've got a hill, go a bit slower up the hill, go a bit quicker down the other side. And But yeah, you, you've got to set off quite quickly, but not completely overdo it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've found that the races that have gone the best for me are ones where I've started off slightly slower than my target pace and I've ended up perhaps finishing a bit quicker than the pace mm. I was actually targeting. But I know that doesn't like work for everyone. And when I say slightly so, I'm on about like five seconds, 10 seconds, maybe for a couple of miles. I prefer to start towards the back of fields and a bit of that is like psychological for me. So I think if I'm like, if I build up my pace and I kind of, I can pass a few people on the way and I know that gradually my pace is increasing through the race and I'm finishing strong. I find that provides a psychological incentive for me, partly because you might be passing people who are slowing down, so people have gone mm. off like a greyhound and then are slowing so you're down. feeling stronger even See, if you're not. Even if you're not. Mm. And that I've learned that that works as a psychological incentive, That, but it also it works in the other way, and I've done it the other way, as you described. I've set off fast, and then I've got to like 10 miles and my legs have started to feel like jelly. Mm. My brain's all adult and people are coming past me and I just start feeling like this is a disaster it's all gone wrong and kind of that way of thinking then fuels me to sort of reduce effort or I feel like it does so I think the pacing for me has that double effect of it it seems to work for me and it plays well into kind of my thought processes during a race I I went running for a, with a friend this week, Mark, and it was like the wettest run we've, we've ever done. And it was a sort of run where, like, you, when you're thinking about getting home, you're wishing that your mum's there and put sort of the newspaper out in the hall. But that's not going to happen because my mum doesn't love it, live here. <laughs> we've not got any newspapers anyway. But that's a side issue. So I was talking to Mark about this, and he's, he's the opposite. He's, Mark is a kind of, he'll go out as fast as he can and then just hold it as long as he can and see how it gets to him. And I sort of said to him, aren't you worried? And he, he, he thinks that if he looks at his watch and he's going, you know, he does the first couple of miles much quicker than he thought he could. He, like, that excites him and he thinks, like, great, this, I feel great today, this is going well. Doesn't matter if he's if he's hanging on for the last couple of miles, he's cool with that. He'd rather, if he feels good, like, kind of almost bank the time, get it in and go for it. And he's done his best times using that tactic, mm. so... I think the reality is, no matter what your tactics are on the day, you know what you've done in training. You need to have like a good grip on reality don't you really so you get you've got to kind of you can't think oh i've done all these tempo runs at 710 pace and then you go in 630 pace you people do do that and then wonder why yeah. you can't hold on to it so i think it's just I, a case of like you having a good think about mm. what you think you can achieve and i mentioned race calculators earlier and i think like if you've done a 10k you can to some degree kind of guess what you can do and then if you think you've done better in training you can you know adapt that and but I guess it's just having to think about it isn't it and being sort of honest with yourself about what you can do because otherwise it can get all go terribly wrong unless you want to be one of those people who wants to like be on telly I mean not too many half marathons on telly who's like great north run yeah does the, yeah great north run do the first 400 meters in about a minute and you can sort of wave to the cameras and the yeah. kind of common Steve Cram will be going who who who's this 
who's this the runner from Sheffield and mm, right at yeah. the start and then who cares mm. that it takes you another sort of two and a half hours after that you get yeah. to the finish but yeah that's the kind of way of getting some notoriety so yeah we've talked about tactics we've talked about training I think fueling we've not talked about but in the nutrition episode I think we covered mm. fueling quite well both pre-training and pre-race and also probably don't need a lot of fueling during a half marathon I guess the final thing to just talk about is kit are you a fan of uh, kind of super shoes for a half marathon well i will wear them obviously and, do, and, and yeah. super shoes what would you describe as a super shoe uh, well i've i've got a pair of alpha flies but they're like yours they're, they're quite old and they only sort of get dusted off for a race so i would put them on whether they they're effective for a half marathon or not i'm, I'm not sure. sure but they are they're light they're bouncy they're nice you and... look good on the start line when you look at everyone's <laughs> feet it will yeah. look at me um and i think that they do like your legs don't get as achy when you wear those mm. i think they'll sort of cushion your legs a bit more so i don't think it's essential but i think they are they do they do, do have an effect bit, yeah. For a marathon. And so these are the carbon-plated shoes. So Alison said about Alpha Flies. There's kind of loads now. They were the first one a few years ago, Mm -hmm. but there's loads on the market. I think we'll we'll dig into Super Shoes and Kit Mm -hmm. in a bit more detail. Uh, I think it deserves uh, probably an episode of of its own, really, um, to talk about like the benefits or not of of wearing those shoes. So. And then you only need a vest and shorts, really, don't you, for a half marathon, unless it's like like leggings, a long sleeve (laughs) t-shirt, and a vest over the top, Mm -hmm. gloves and a hat okay so i think we've covered the half marathon haven't we so if you're doing a half marathon in the next few weeks or you've got one next year then good luck and uh, let us know about it if you or if you've just done one and you and you want to give your race result and let let everyone know how it's gone yeah yeah running partners at outlook.com there was just one thing that i wanted to say was uh good luck to rachel bird who is running the new york marathon good luck Um, rachel she's one of our avid listeners isn't she yeah and uh this is her sixth marathon major so she'll get that big medal with all the six stars on it so she's she's done berlin new york she's going to be doing new york chicago <laughs> chicago she's done boston she's done london she's done tokyo tokyo okay so i think that's it for today's episode thanks for listening keep in touch tell your friends about it if you've enjoyed it and we will see you soon for another another episode so bye for now bye Thanks for listening to Running Partners. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a rating or review, tell your friends and help us build the Running Partners community. You can email us at runningpartners@outlook.com with any comments, questions, feedback or topics you want us to discuss on future episodes. You can find us on Instagram at 26.2 and Gris Running and we're also on Strava and all the links are in the show notes. See you soon for the next episode of Running Partners.